You're listening to Dim Sum and Vensum, a podcast about food and culture by three Asian friends from three different continents. In this episode, we're talking boba tea, the holy grail of the Asian experience. We talk about our experiences growing up with boba, when we first started noticing it becoming a thing, and give you little tips and tricks on how to do boba right. So let's start with the basics. What is boba? Funny you ask that because um, boba, from the sweet, sweet research I've been doing, um, is from Taipei. So boba, um, for those of you listening that don't know, is that um, milk tea beverage um, that you guys normally see with a straw sticking out of it and tapioca balls at the bottom. Um, a lot of big Asian cities have a huge boba presence. Um, and boba, the fun word that we keep on saying, its origins lie in Chinese. So in Chinese, it's actually slang for breasts, uh, a reference to the spherical shape of the tapioca balls, something that I had no idea I was saying this entire time. It's very distressing. Is that really true? Yes. So boba in Chinese is boba. And then in Taiwan, we will say like, I think it's more like when you are teasing someone as having big boobs, we will say, oh, wow, look at that boba. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't think we like to use, like, I don't think girls like to hear this word when the man say this. It's not like a compliment. It's more like a joke. Uh not like, but yeah, it's not a compliment at all. Right. So if I, if I see a lady in, in Taiwan, I shouldn't go, I shouldn't run up to her and yell boba. No, <laughs> you can't say that. Noted, noted. So I'm curious and if it's, if it's kind of an, an insult, I guess you could say, how did it then become a, a common word for a beverage drink? Yeah, because it's like, why wouldn't they use like another word, right? Like why, why, why wouldn't they use the word for like marble? Yeah, I think it's because the um, texture, that's why. Because the te- uh, texture of the boba. Oh, so there's like a, a, a chewiness. Yes. <laughs> uh, I get it. <laughs> so do you think, so boba's like a, a word that probably happened and got big over here, right? Mm-hmm. Like in the United States? In, the United, in the United States? Yeah, because it's like, they probably don't call it boba in Taiwan. They, they call it um, in, in Chinese, whatever it is. But it's probably over here that some people are like, wow, that's a bit of a mouthful. And I, if I were talking to like my friends who don't understand Chinese, like I, I need a way to refer to it as something. Yeah, it's interesting because in the U.S. there's kind of two words for it. If you're on the West Coast, then you call it boba. But if you grew up on the East Coast, then we re- we grew up saying bubble tea. So mm. when you look at the drink, it looks like there's bubbles at the bottom. So we yeah. we always called it bubble tea. And it really wasn't until you went to college and then you had all these people coming together from every coast of the United States that people just ended up calling it boba to have one common term to use. I think we learned it in Taiwan. We say we learned it in boba, not, oh, I th- wait. I think we learned it bubble tea, not boba. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah, I heard the two difference in America. Like, what do you say? The different coast. What did you call it in Australia? Uh, I call it milk tea. Milk tea. For for everything. Even when we weren't getting like milky based drinks, it's like, ah,、oh, let's go get milk tea. We just refer to it as like the brand. Like, hey, you want to go get some cha time? You want to go get some gong cha? Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you would say milk tea even if you're getting like a fruit yeah. tea. Yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes like bubble tea. The milk tea is like probably what I use、mm. the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. So I think one thing that we can kind of agree upon is that boba is very popular now. And I'm curious about how all of you saw popularity rise for boba within your your individual countries. So Ivy, since you're kind of from the country where this all originated from, how about we start with you? Okay, so I think it's always popular in Taiwan, but I will say,、um, like, when I was in fifth grade in Taiwan, everyone started to like because I think you have money. Like when you're in fifth grade,、uh, yeah, when you're in fifth grade, and then you have your parents give you money, and then you just want some treats, so you will went to the、um, bubble tea shop and then get a drink. I think is when it started, like in elementary school, but like when it got popular.、Mm. How much? How much was it a piece for you, for one regular tea? It's so cheap. It's um one dollar. Wait, actually. I will say two dollars, and it is getting more expensive now. Yeah, because, because I know that.、Um, well, actually, it's different if you are having creamer and having a real milk one. The price are different.、Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, we in the U.S. I remember, so it was kind of funny. I I was one of those kids that had to go to Chinese school every Saturday, and the treat. For me, if I went to Chinese school, I did my thing, went to class and whatnot. Was afterwards, all of us would go to the Chinese grocery store that was very conveniently placed five minute drive away from the school. So everyone would kind of flock there afterwards to do food shopping, and we could order bubble tea there. But they had a lot of the smoothie flavors, so I would always get the strawberry flavor. So strawberry smoothie flavor. So that was kind of my first foray into it. Was in、uh, elementary, middle school, since it was something that I could get after I suffered through Chinese school. <laughs> um, I remember, like, so I think my first experience with boba was when I was in very early high school, so like when I was thirteen or fourteen. There was this chain, and and I attribute this chain as the the thing that started this whole boba craze, especially in Melbourne, called Bubble Cup. I don't know if you guys have heard of Bubble Cup before, but there was a there was a Bubble Cup in High Point, which is like the shopping center that we all went to, and it was like this new, incredible, exotic thing that everyone was like, like wondering what this was, and there'd be like lines around it, and.、Um, My parents would take us to High Point, and they'd always、um, get the coffee for some reason. I think at that point, my dad still wasn't sold on boba, so he'd just get like an iced coffee kind of thing. But my mom and my sister would get taro, and 
um, I, th I really associate that with spreading boba in the in the era I grew up in. Um, and now Melbourne is like there's like two or three on like every block in the city, you know. Um, but yeah, like it was it was it was crazy how big it got because there was a point where like even like I don't know if you guys are familiar with with this, but like when I was growing up, there was like bootleg dvd stores they would sell like series of like dubbed vietnamese tvb series and stuff like that and they'd, they'd always be like a boba machine in the back not even the machine this is someone with like a, a smoothie um oh, with the with the caps like the the cap lids that with the yeah 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 and that was like i was like okay wow okay so this is really becoming a thing because even these guys are doing it Actually, I, I think you're right about that because I remember being so fascinated by the the capping machine because it would just put on the the film at the top and then you could stab your straw into it. I, just, I thought it was so cool. But I, I think you said something that was interesting about how now you can find a boba shop like two or three on every street essentially because we kind of saw the same type of rise in the States when I was leaving high school entering college and I think this is around the the late 2010s I guess you could say um so I know we actually did some research and we found this article by Eater that was talking about the video Bobo Life by the Fung Bros so we played it earlier and I, I've seen it before Kevin Ivy you haven't seen it before so I'm really interested to get your reactions from first impression of watching that <laughs> I'll be honest, like I couldn't look at the screen. I had to like, kind of look away because I was like, oh wow, this is like, this is too real, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, like, boba is super important for like um, Asian diaspora culture, you know? Um, it, it's really cemented itself as, um, you know, like part of this Asian identity, I guess. So, like, I'm not surprised that. Fung brothers of all people made this and i'm not surprised it got so many hits on youtube yeah so in the article itself the author essentially says that after that video came out boba really started to take a rise everywhere just because finally asians asian americans kind of had a name that they could put on the whole experience of getting boba getting bubble tea with your friends going to the shop, just sitting there doing your homework, going there for your first date, that type of stuff. Because uh, you can go to a coffee shop or you can go to a movie, but I think now it's even more common to say, oh, let's go get, let's go get boba. Right. I don't know if you guys noticed this. I feel like Asian people, when you are outside, you always have to like carry something, like have something on your hand to drink or mm. to eat. Yeah. Yeah. No, one thing I really like about boba is my friend has this. He has a little sleeve because he, he gets boba probably four or five times a week. So he bought himself this little carrier and it has a hole at the bottom with a little handle. So you can put the cup in and then you can hold it with the handle. So you don't you don't have to worry about dropping it. Yes, it's like it's actually a thing in Taiwan right now because like people nowadays people care about recycle so mm -hmm. now um most of the shop they don't give you the um plastic bag anymore you will have to pay extra money to get it 
Oh, everyone nice. will have the the thing that you were talking about. Like, so do they buy their own before they go to the store. Yes. Oh, that's actually really cute. I I personally want one because I think they're really cute, but I I don't drink boba enough to justify buying one. <laughs> yeah, my life, my life. Because I was reading this like life hack on subtle Asian traits about like if you bring your own container to like the boba places, you probably end up getting more or whatever. It's like, oh. but I think it would like my life mission, or well, not life mission. That's a bit ambitious. But like, I think it would be really cool if like people just like there's like so much waste involved with boba. Yeah, I know like, some people also have the uh, the straws, the mm. straws that you can take with you, the metal straws, metal boba straws. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, like I really think the act of like physically shoving your straw into the drink is like. Kind of the appeal as well it's just cool to do have you ever done the challenge where you have to stab it with your eyes closed no, no. we we <laughs> made of, we actually made one of our our non-asian friends try this for his first time uh drinking boba we took him to a store and uh, we ordered one for him. We, we sat him down. We were all surrounding him. Everyone had their phones out. And we said, okay, close your eyes and not try to stab it. Thankfully he got it, but it was quite scary because we didn't know if he was going to miss. Because you've seen all the, all the videos where people absolutely just don't do it, right? And the boa just goes everywhere. And then you're thinking, there goes my $5 worth of money that I spent on this. But yeah, no, it's a, it's a hard challenge because the, you have to be so precise in where you hit it or else it starts spilling over. I learned embarrassingly late that you're meant to put your thumb over the top and then stab it. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't know that too. That's the trick? That's the trick. Because before that, I just grab it like this and like sometimes it would spill. Mm. There's like so much pressure and force. It's like a smooth entry. Does that happen to you guys? Like sometimes when you're trying to like stab it and then it breaks in the middle. Like the, the straw break? Yeah, the straw break in the oh, middle. I'm putting that much force. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I don't know what you're doing, Ivy. Something <laughs> happens. My issue is more on the other end where I don't put enough force and then it's like kind of like I, I puncture a little bit, but it's not really in. So mm -hmm. just kind of filling. Yeah. I don't usually have issues with the straw going in. I have issues with getting the boba out at the very end when you don't have as much drink left and you're trying to you're trying to suck the rest of them out from the bottom. I still I I know there's a scientific way to do it properly, but I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. Especially when there's I always have to like dig around. Yeah. yeah. No. I've uh, definitely had to try using a spoon sometimes, like when you're at the bottom, especially if you're at home, right? You just tear the cap off and then you take a spoon and then you just dish the rest of it out. I know that's not the right way to do it, but you gotta do what you gotta do. The first thing this? I have both, uh, the first thing I have to drink, I will finish all the boba and then drink the tea because it wouldn't be a problem. In the that's smart. Do you ever have to like tilt the cup to get it, I feel like that's one way to to get all the bubbles out. Yes. So you heard it here first, everyone. Tilt your cup to get your boba out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm good life hacks for boba in this episode. 
Yeah, we should have a list of what to do later. Make sure to put your thumb on top of the straw, tilt your cup, get yourself a little little bag <laughs> to carry your boba around. Uh, so one question I wanted to ask both of you is flavors. So what are your favorite flavors? What are your least favorite flavors? Uh, Ivy, let's start with you. Okay, I think as a Taiwanese, I like tea base. So I will always go with oolong tea, milk tea, boba, with boba. It's really good. Because I think, um, so I try in America and in Taiwan. I think in America, it's more like creamy taste. It, I think in America, I like taro, taro bubble tea. But like if taro bubble tea is in Taiwan, I don't think anyone will get it. Like, because it just, I Taiwanese love tea. So we will get like milk tea and um, jasmine tea, oolong tea, those kind of things. Yeah, I would say personally, I like oolong tea, oolong milk tea, boba. It's funny because yeah. it's probably like in Taiwan, they emphasize the tea more than the bubble of the milk. Mm -hmm. Whereas over here and in Australia, it's probably more less emphasis on the tea, more emphasis on the other side. Mm -hmm. um, my favorite, I think I'm a sucker for like the Thai or like the royal milk tea. Uh, it's it's it hits that sweet spot for me of just being like sweet enough without being overbearing. Um, I don't really dig like the fruity ones as much as I did when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I used to get like like peach iced tea or mango or whatever. But now like my first option is always like royal milk tea or an oolong or um, I really like, but I can't have this too often because otherwise like I'll get diabetes. But the the uh, fresh, like the brown sugar milk tea is really good. Yeah. It's so, 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 so sweet. I took my roommates to get it one time and they were just complaining the entire time about how sweet it was. <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting because I think I'm the opposite of you. I my first go-to is only is always going to be some sort of citrus-based tea, and I really like things that have herbal essence with it. So, like if you go, I think if you go to Gongcha or someplace like that, you can get citron teas, and sometimes they'll put basil or pomelo seed, uh, like peels, like orange peels and stuff like that. I really enjoy that. I know not everyone likes it because it's a bit bitter, but, or, or winter melon. Winter melon is also one that I really like to get. Uh, sometimes it can be kind of sweet, so I get half sugar, but I can't, I can't do brown sugar or anything like that it's just because it's too sweet and then it's too creamy and I feel so heavy afterwards. I know some people say that you get really heavy after drinking a beer, but if I have a really heavy milk tea or brown sugar milk tea, I feel the exact same as if I've had a beer. You, you, any of you guys like lactose intolerant at all? I don't know if it's genetically. I may be just because of my diet, just because I'm not used to yeah. put into my body as much. Yeah, that's the issue I have with like the fresh milk, milk teas. It's just like a lot to take in. Yeah. My body doesn't like it. <laughs> Do you guys? Like the cheese caps, have you seen those? Oh yes. Cheese caps are gross. <laughs> I I love it. 
<laughs> you love it. I love it. With with green tea, it's really good. But you can't add any sugar because it's too sweet. If you put like the cheese thing and then green tea with sugar, that is too much. It sounds like it would taste pretty salty, then, wouldn't it? Uh, personally, I love no sugar. <laughs> so I think, but normally, I think people add um like half sugar, and right. yeah. But personally, yeah. I prefer no sugar. Yeah, I typically do half sugar at the max. I think a hundred percent sugar is too much. Yeah. Imagine yeah, doing that. brown sugar a hundred percent. No. It would probably fall out. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was pretty. Yeah, that was pretty clutch. The the moment they decided like you could customize your sugar and ice levels. Because mm -hmm. I remember like way way back in the day that wasn't an option. Mm -hmm. It was just. Can I get this tea? And they make it that way. They give it to you. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Oh um, mm. yeah, I think it's because it's from Taiwan, so we always have option. Ah, yeah. yeah. Options are good. Options are great. Yeah, I think it took time to officiate everything, get the process going. Mm -hmm. yeah. You so guys get pearls, obviously, right? Oh, we call them pearls in Australia. We don't call them bubbles. I think we say both. I I think just again growing up on the East Coast with bubbles, I just ended up saying bubbles. But pearls is also very common. Mm -hmm. I used to get like a lot of rainbow jelly when I was a kid. Uh, jelly not so much anymore. I usually like to get aloe in mine if aloe. I end up getting the pearls. Avera, mm. are there any things you haven't tried off the menu that you've? Wanted to try, or you're just like flat out nah, not not giving that a shot. I think it depends on the store. I know some places, you know, some places do the the pearls that have juice in them. Yes. So popping pearls. Yeah, so they burst in your mouth. It, it, it those you have to get a fruit tea, in my opinion, or else it's going to mm. taste really weird if you get a milk tea and then you have like a burst of mango in your mouth. In Taiwan, we have a white boba. Like black and white boba, and white boba is really good. There is nothing inside, but it just it taste tastes better. Mm. From my opinion, mm. is it the and clear it's, ones? It's what? No, it's not the clear ones, right? No, 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 no. I don't think you have those in America. Okay, we have it in Australia. Yeah, it's so good. And then the way that they cook it, I think they put honey inside, so mm. the boba is so tasty. So you don't have to add any sugar into your tea because the boba itself is sweet. Ah, uh, mm. America's behind. You need to get white boba. Yes. You guys need mini pearls too. What are mini pearls? It's just it's just boba, but it's like smaller. Is that like yeah. is that sago? You know, if you go to a Chinese restaurant, sometimes they give you dessert at the end, and they have the the mini sago at the bottom. Uh, exactly the same thing as boba, but just smaller. Like oh, okay. Like I don't like a so small one. You get more in your mouth one time, and it's like chewier, I guess, because it's like. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but white pearls are really good. Um, 
Maybe like, I always got like a mix of white pearls, normal pearls, and mini pearls. So it's like three types of the same thing. How how much does that fill up your cup? That sounds like it would take up a lot of space. I mean, it's like the same amount, just different ratios. I guess so. We do have that kind of drink in Taiwan, like jelly, boba, mini boba in one drink. Do mm. they ever have, I think I've seen some places do this, like hong tou, you can get uh, like red bean in your in your drink oh. like that. Yeah, I, I, I like those in desserts. So if it's like an ice, more of an ice type drink, I think those are good. You ever been to one of those like Taiwanese dessert restaurants? We have one called Dessert Story um, in Melbourne, <laughs> but it's just like you get like bowls of like it's like pudding, mango pudding, and then it's like tea, mm. and then it's like black bean, red bean, and then it's like this thing, and so on, like one bowl. And shaving ice. Shaved ice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaved ice. I think you do have. Yeah, I had this in New York. It's called Xian Yu Xian. I don't know what is the. I always, when, when we were growing up, we always just said, you know, we're getting Bing, like ice. We're just always getting to go eat Bing. Because I think a lot of other cultures also have something similar. Like in the Philippines, you have Halo Halo. In uh, Malaysia, Singapore, you'll have Chendol or you'll have Ice Kacang. So it's all these ice-based stuff. Korea has Papping Su. So mm -hmm. Taiwan has a very similar version where you just throw a bunch of toppings onto ice with some flavored syrup. Yeah. Yeah. I could use one of those. It's been so long. Mm -hmm. So last question for both of you is what is your favorite boba store or boba chain? Mm, I think I'm going to go with Gongcha. It's just so consistent. They're everywhere. They've never let me down. And they have like a wide selection of drinks that even if I take someone that hasn't had boba before, they can probably find something they like to drink. Okay, so I'm gonna say in Taiwan, I will say if you guys ever come to Taiwan, you should try milk shop. It's so good. And they all the drink they use the real milk. And their boba is the white one. So that is why I like it. And in America, I will say chat time. Mm. I would agree with Kev on Gongcha. They're just, they're, he's right. They're very consistent. They've never gone wrong. We typically had Kung Fu teas where I grew up. There was always a Kung Fu tea, but that quality usually depended on which store you went to and what the management was like. But I don't think I've ever been to a bad Gongcha ever. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say one thing is, Gongcha is very popular outside of Taiwan, but like in Taiwan, I don't think it's the um, bubble tea shop is very competitive. Mm. So Gongcha is never our first choice. You have too many options and they're probably better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the place where it originated. I'm sure you have better options. Yes. Um, I will say though, if I'm going after like a brown sugar drink, I'll go to the alley. I don't know if you guys have been. It's the one with the deer. I've heard of it because I watched a K-drama and they were doing really heavy product placement for that in the drama. So that's the only reason why I know of it. And they were promoting the brown sugar one. Yeah. I 
I think I know that. And also another thing talking about brown sugar, it's like, I think it's a, um, every time when you go to night market, you will always see there is a um, van, vendor. It's, mm. um, they're selling only brown sugar bubble tea. Would you say that's like one of the most popular? It's which one? Brown sugar. It's not the most popular, but like in night market. Yeah. They will yeah. always have a store. Uh, yeah, a place for that. I would imagine most popular flavor would probably be milk tea, right? Just plain milk tea. Mm-hmm. Mm. You guys think of Thai milk tea? Thai milk tea? Yeah, the orangey one. I love it, but it's also one of those things I can only have every so often because it's it's just too much. Oh yes, I agree. <laughs> very good. It's very good. The condensed milk. Condensed milk. It was really a like for me. Boba has always been like just a drink store, so I was really surprised when I came across stores that also did food. Mm. Um, like like they did like Taiwanese fried chicken. Popcorn chicken and stuff like that. Um, so in in Melbourne, um, they, they they run this sort of thing where it's like this like there'll be like a gongcha, and then next to it there'll be like a hot star fried chicken. Um, so it's like it's it's very smart. Like you get you get the salty chicken, you're thirsty, and you get bubble tea. I think it's a good combination because, like, every time when we get a bubble tea, we will get the fried chicken inside one. Mm. Like this two stick with each other. <laughs> yeah, yin yang. <laughs> yes. Uh, we need to. All three of us need to get together at some point when it's safe and get boba and fried chicken at some yeah. point. For sure. What if we can get fried chicken in? Virginia, like Taiwanese French, or just anywhere. I think they may have it somewhere, I'm sure. Either that or, or we can learn how to make it ourselves. It may not be yeah. great the first time, but we can learn. Also, they're like massive, they're like this big. Oh, yeah. I think we can learn it. And then I bring the, um, what is that, like Taiwanese seasoning? Pepper. Yeah, seasoning. Yeah. It was special for that one. Ah. So we can make it. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm hungry. But it's probably a good way to, to close this out. So thank you, everyone, for listening to our episode this week. We hope you go out, get yourself some boba, maybe get yourself a, a handle if you want to carry it around with you. Uh, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed that. Thank you for listening and join us next time for more dim sum and vent sum. Cheers.